Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets and Happy New Year. I'm joined by Paul Strom and Nicole Dines for our first look at the markets in 2023. 2022 was, of course, an extraordinary year with the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and the resulting war. Now, sadly, in its 320th day and, and shortly heading into a second year of conflict. The economic shock of the war, as well as repercussions of COVID, led to rising inflation, low growth, and a cycle of interest rate rises. Um, one of the areas mentioned in Blackstone surprises of 2023. Nicole, what have you been watching in the headlines over the week? Well, as people uh, go back to work after the sort of Christmas break across Europe, companies seem to be focusing on offices again. So people are very much returning to work. Um, Invesco, for example, has announced that its first carbon neutral redevelopment will be in London. It's 20 Manchester Square, right next to Oxford Street, a prime office building in the West End. It's been upgraded and will become a state-of-the-art ESG compliant asset um, when it will be completed next year. And again, Vesco made a decision that other companies in the sector are making not to demolish, but to upgrade the building, extending the space, making it more flexible uh, with outside space. It's something that uh, Primonial France has also done. It's acquired the Bloom office building in the centre of Paris from AXA IM Alts. Again, this is a, you know, in the centre of Paris, 15,000 square metres of office space, um, leased on a very long lets to four tenants. But what is similar between the two buildings is that they both have been upgraded to receive, you know, green certifications. They have a flexible layout, they have gardens. Uh, the Paris building has greenhouses on every floor garden. In, in the Invesco one ha will have uh, roof terraces to basically make it uh, a good place for tenants. So two aspects seem to be uh, continuing to be the focus in 2023 in the office sector, and this is uh, you know uh, the well-being, health and well-being of tenants and the ESG characteristics of, of the building. Which Invesco said, they said the focus on ESG will maximise the experience of the tenants, but will also maximise the performance for our investors. So that seems to be a trend that we've seen in 2022, which will continue this year. Elsewhere in Milan, uh, Coima announced that work on the 2026 Winter Olympics Village, which we talked about before, is already starting this month. It is four months ahead of schedule. Uh, the building permit has been granted by Milan authorities and the main contractor has been appointed, so it's all proceeding at pace. And we've talked about the Porta Romana Fund, the, the acquisition of the former railway yard in Milan was uh, finished, was completed last year for 180 million euros. Uh, it will be ESG compliant. The Athletes Village will obviously be used for the Winter Olympics and will then become student accommodation, which will be at the heart of a new neighbourhood in Milan. It's one of the largest urban regeneration projects in Europe. Coming back to the UK, less, less positive news in UK retail. Various uh, trade associations have said that 2022 was really a year to forget. Nearly 50 shops closed down every day, a total of over 17,000 in the UK, uh, which was a 50% increase on 2021. It's the highest number for nearly uh, five years. About uh, 6,000 shops uh, were larger retail chains that closed to do some cost cutting, but the majority of closures over 11,000 are independent shops that just decided to wind down uh, their business. The trend, they said, is likely to continue in 2023 as the cost of living crisis is leading UK consumers to sort of rein in their spending and sort of tighten their belts. The British Retail Consortium said that sales volumes went down considerably in 2022, but there is some hope ahead. I mean, the first half of 2023 will be challenging, but the expectation is that as uh, inflation rates go down, 
consumer confidence will perk up again. So the second half of the year uh, should, should be better, especially if the rises in interest rates uh, come to a halt, as it is expected. One issue for UK retail that's been flagged by the Altus Group is that um, at the moment, shops that are vacant for three months can, can don't have to pay um, business rates for three months. Uh, but after that, they have to pay full, full uh, business rates again. So the Altus Group is saying that given the number of vacant shops there are, this, uh, the, the authorities should really reconsider this and give a bit more um, help uh, to, to struggling uh, retailers. Yes, the retail sector will be very interesting to follow over the course of the year, especially in the context of Amazon announcing plans to cut 18,000 jobs and a growing interest from investors, it seems, in retail real estate. Um, I also noticed that DIC sold the 26,900 square meter Kaltoff uh, department store in Chemnitz in Saxony to retail focus Krieger Group and achieved its transaction targets for 2022. Um, Paul, uh, what stories have you been tracking? Well, still with retail, actually, the, the European Council of Shopping Places has called for the EU to work with the retail property industry to develop a pan-European approach to delivering energy renovation roadmaps when it considers its flagship initiative to carbonise uh, the built environment in Brussels later this month. The proposed revision of the Energy Performance of Buildings Directive is coming up for a vote in the European Parliament later this month. The European Council of Shopping Places has published a, a position paper which supports the, the primary objective of the draft revision to, to ensure that new buildings should be carbon neutral by 2030. However, it says... Uh, Retail property faces specific challenges and there are key areas that, could, that where there could be a better understanding between the, the EU and uh, retail property. The Council wants energy renovation roadmaps rather than seeking to build or impose new processes and says energy performance certificate standards should be harmonised, for instance. Also wants terminology clarifying and relevant databases being made public. It also says relevant authorities need to ensure ready access uh, on how to uh, how to access available funding. The council chairman, Peter Willem, uh, points out that shopping centres are a complex environment, uh, environments and, and more needs to be done to reduce uh, reduce carbon emissions from existing assets too. Elsewhere, talking about the return to work, lift maker Kona is able to provide an interesting insight into the use of buildings and, and looked at data on the use of elevators and escalators in major European cities and says that they confirm that uh, tourists and office workers steadily return to European cities throughout 2022. The firm whose, whose products shift a billion people a day worldwide is able to constantly analyse flows of people and says it provides new insights into building use and changes in use patterns, including occupation levels. Uh, so for instance, Amsterdam leads the way in the top 10 European cities for the increase in office elevator usage in 2022. And the average number of starts per elevator doubled between January and November. Most of the return to the city data is obtained from technology which counts people on the street or arriving and departing uh, transport hubs. Kona says that it, that doesn't tell us how people are flowing around cities and sometimes skews our understanding of the uh, the return to the office. Uh, Knight Frank has also been looking at the return to work, and this time in terms of London's flexible office market, where it says occupancy now exceeds pre-pandemic figures. The firm surveyed 30 of the largest operators of flexible office space in, in London, including people like uh, WeWork, The Office Group, 
IWG and Workspace and concluded that the prevalence of hybrid working and macroeconomic uncertainty has continued to fuel a post-pandemic recovery of flexible offices. 86% of respondents reported that physical occupancy levels are currently above 60%, which was the pre-pandemic average in London. Short-term contracts and lower overhead costs are attracting companies of different sizes and from, from various sectors, Knight Frank says. So, um, financial services companies have been the key driver of demand, followed by uh, by technology firms. Yes, that work from home trend has been a big topic over 2022. Um, and it was also picked up by Blackstone, highlighting that in the US occupancy is still below 70% on most days, with Friday being the worst, obviously. In their surprises for 2023, at number six, they included that the Fed would remain more hawkish than other central banks. US dollar would stay strong against major currency pairs, including the euro and yen, creating a generational opportunity for dollar-based investors to invest in Japanese and European assets. So positive news for the European markets there. Blackstone were also in the news with a $4 billion investment into their BREIT fund from the University of California, highlighting opportunities there as well in student and affordable housing. And I also noticed in People Moves that Rainer Nonengasser has joined Amro Partners, the European student housing and multifamily developer and operator, to lead its drive into new European student housing markets. And Europa Capital has appointed Graham Porter as head of research with Vanessa Mascara taking a new role as investment strategist. So congratulations on the new roles there. And just a final word on work from home as I learned a new acronym um, describing those who work Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, um, which I'm sure you can all work out. Um, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for watching and listening and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the Real Asset Markets. Thank you.